On a picturesque block, pulled from an Edward Hopper painting, a man lives with his mother in their perfectly manicured home. A sleepy town in New Zealand, people go about their day without any disturbance. The man mows his lawn, a woman runs the local market, and the zoo is promoting a new attraction. But under the guise of this peaceful town, something evil lurks, terrifying, deep within the shadows. The evil closes in behind you and bursts forth through you. The neighbors are starting to act funny and suddenly crave the taste of human flesh in their soups. Can you find the source of this evil before the whole town has been contaminated? Or, you, or will you be the last survivor and the first up on the dessert menu? This is It Records. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the <laughs> podcast. This is It Records. I'm your host, Matt Johnson. This week we did the 1992 film by, directed by Peter Jackson, Dead Alive. And before we get into that, uh, I'm joined as always with Peter and Lindsay. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, guys. Thanks, man. You make it sound like it's your show. <laughs> I know. I've, I've, I've turned it around like I'm the host and you guys just having to drop like by. Every you know? e- just every <laughs> episode? <laughs> yeah. Every episode you guys just happen to be by when I had, the, I had my mic set up. So I invited you we in, have, and you, hey. you just happened to see the movie. <laughs> we have nothing to do. We somehow coordinated, without actually without coordinating anything, we just, just happened to be here. <laughs> that is terrific uh, well, luck every time. Oh, well, I appreciate it, guys. I really do. You guys got some loyal, loyal fans <laughs> out there. But this week we watched the 1992 <clears throat> New Zealand film directed by Peter Jackson, Dead Alive, the same guy who did the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which you're probably more familiar with, and this movie has nothing like <laughs> Lord of the Rings, or King Kong, for that matter. So if you like those, this one's completely different. His filmography is kind of insane to me, because it just, like, before Lord of the Rings, it's so different. Like, it, he kind of followed, like, after Lord of the Rings, what was it? He did one then King Kong, and then... Two, or did he do? Did he finish all the Lord of the Rings first and then do King Kong? Because I knew they did it all at the same time. I think King Kong was, like, uh, interspersed with them okay. before Return of the King came out. Yeah, that's... That's fucking rough. <laughs> and, obviously, he did the Hobbit trilogy. And I don't think he did much in between the two. Not that I remember. Didn't... Did he... Did he do those Lightning Thief movies or the first one? I, I always saw like Peter Jackson's. The I thought he produced. It was supposed to be like a Harry Potter. I thought series. he produced it. Yeah, okay. I think he didn't have enough time to direct it. Like I think he was maybe at one point supposed to. But <clears throat> I think what the turning point for him, for like genre wise, was this movie called Heavenly Creatures, which is uh, an insane film to me it's like two teenagers that like are like it seems like they're desperately in love with each other um but we never see them have like a an intimate re- uh relationship at least from what i remember because they were like 14 and it's like nicole kipman and oh yeah it's like crazy i'm pretty sure it's nicole kipman let me let me look before i i confirm that 
Okay. And you're saying this movie is like the one that trans. Yeah. Okay. I was wrong. It's Kate Winslet. For some reason, I get them confused. <laughs> and then Melanie Linsky is the other lead. I'm not sure who that is. But it's like pretty. Like their relationship is intense. And it's like more of a dramatic heft to it than his other movies, which I think kind of like impressed. Um, New Line Cinema to give them, uh, I think, yeah, Lord of the Rings was New Line, was like one of the last, like, before New Line was like bought out. It was like their last big movie. Okay. Interesting. I hadn't heard of that one. But was that one, you're saying it's more of a dramatic take, it's not really horror? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely like thriller-esque because like, it's really mm-hmm. creepy and I think they, like, I mean, I don't want to ruin too much, but they, like, commit crimes together. Or, like, they mm-hmm. enjoy, like, going into, like, crime together, and they, like, have a spark, and then they're, like, just desperately in love. At least what it seems like to me. It's just, like, they're, like, a really, like, unhealthy, like, obsession with each other. And, like, when they were away from each other, they would just be devastated. It was, like, really intense. And it was, like, incredibly acted, like, horrifying. It was, like, a really good movie. And it was, like, like a hard watch because it's just, like, so many emotions. But I think it really mm-hmm. proved that he could do drama. Because before that, he did, like, as... I know this is a tangent, but Dead Alive is just so different. Because it's, like, that's, that's, like, old Peter Jackson because he had the crazy horror influences because he did bad taste before this meet the feagles is around the same time which is like a demented muppets movie then i think this then this one and there might be another one in there somewhere but they're all like so basically my point is is that uh really early peter jackson is very like influenced from King Kong and, like, other, like, early horror films, and I guess, like, I don't know, it's his weird New Zealand personality, I don't know, I can't explain him, because, like, he's just such a weird director, because he did such a dramatic change, mm-hmm. and I can't yeah, describe it. This one, Dead Alive, is very much, I would say, like a slapstick splatter yeah. horror horror movie which is really different from anything that i think most people know him for yeah as you mentioned he he loves like those old i guess like king kong type movies those monster movies so much that the sumatran rat monkey in this movie that contains a a virus um we'll get more into that later is from skull island which is king kong okay oh i didn't even catch that i didn't either it's like the it's the first credit of the movie because it's like giving you a location of where they are is Skull Island where King Kong is supposed That's to be pretty brilliant. Yeah. the accents in this movie like really threw me off cause it's like it's like uh cause we don't see too many movies come from New Zealand mm-hmm. I think is part of it and like there's a re- That's true. the reason why there is more of a presence in New Zealand now for film is because of Peter Jackson and Lord of the Rings Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we got, like, uh, what we do in the shadows, I think it's called. The guy... Oh, I love... The guy from yeah. Flight of the Concords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that movie uh, a lot. 
Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, I think it's Jermaine something, right? Yeah, Jermaine. Is it Clementine or something? I can't. I. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So with with this one, uh, we briefly touched on, I guess what it is. It's Peter Jackson, and it's a departure. It's a slapstick, really gory movie. I mean, that's what it's known for in the horror genre. Is like it's been claimed as the bloodiest horror movie that's been ever been made. Um, and essentially, it deals with there's this virus that comes through this Sumatran rat monkey that bites people in New Zealand, and they turn into zombie-like creatures that start to catch on to everybody in town essentially is what happens did the Um, sorry another tangent for a second did the mm -hmm. mom his crazy ass mom kind of remind me of the crazy aunt in sleepboy camp like if she got older they had some similarities Mm. for sure yeah like just like over time like they seem like they would be the same person because this mom is batshit crazy like overbearing. Oh yeah. Very nice. overbearing. That's the nicest thing I can say about her. It's like she lost. So it's like let's say see what camp she lost Ricky, but still was head Angela, and then this this is how she turned out. <laughs> Opening up letters with a fucking butcher knife. <laughs> like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like that really like. This like emphasized like opening and so it just really makes me I, laugh. It was very aggressive. <laughs> and then you got our son Lionel, who I found to be pretty passive, you know, because he's got <laughs> that mother, and you know. But I mean, and we can get more into the plot in a little bit. But you know, I do find you know that he gains a lot of strength after dealing with everything that he has to deal with. So his character definitely goes through that journey of change and growth so i applaud him for that that is definitely true like 100% <laughs> he goes from like just a pushover to wielding lawnmowers yeah. later on in the movie zero zero to hero <laughs> mm-hmm. couldn't put it better myself what <laughs> so I want to hear. I've seen. I've seen this movie before. Have you, are you guys? Have, were you familiar with this movie before we watched it? Not at all. I was familiar. I had never seen it. So first time seeing it. So, <laughs> I'm just come out and say that I really love this movie. And it is. I forgot how gore. I like remember it being gory, but I was like, oh my god, this is a lot of blood. <laughs> <laughs> like you just forget. Yeah. Cause like. I I remember the first time I watched it, I think I was, like, I don't know, 18 or 19. And I watched it on my, like, friend's projector in his, like, home theater. It was a great, it was a great way to watch it. And, like, I just remember the the father comes in. He's like, I kick ass for the Lord. I know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, like, jumping way all over now. But we thought that was so funny. And he's just, like, karate chopping, like, zombies in half, like... Me and my friends just stood up and started clapping. <laughs> I mean, it's an iconic line. Like, I'm not gonna. It's it so. Un- it's so unexpected. It caught me so off guard, and I thought it was like 
so funny. Because who says that? I've never heard someone say that before. <laughs> but I like it. And the way it he says a... it too, it's just like really, really hamming it up. I did not think that's where the way the scene was going at all. Like I thought he might have intervened, but like the the power of Christ compels you sort of a situation. Mm-hmm. Not like full on karate. Yeah. Taking out zombies, kicking off heads. Yeah. So it was great. Yeah. And I think the movie like that's us describing that scene alone just describes the zaniness of the rest of the movie. It just like really amplifies of how crazy and like weird it gets and gory and disgusting. It's like a really gross film. It's absolutely the only f- the, the only film I could think that may seen. be grosser or on par with it is like The Fly. Huh. I think mm-hmm. I, I think The Fly is definitely not as gory, but like the body horror in that movie just like always stuck with me as being really like one of the grossest movies, and this one is just like. It's a lot of blood, but there's also, like, decay at that dinner scene, uh-huh. which uh, we brought up before the recording. Oh, yeah. It's really gross. And <laughs> did you say that you were eat- eating during this movie, Lindsay? I made the grave mistake <laughs> of eating a McDonald's muffin while I was watching this movie. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so rough with those rubbery eggs, too. Oh, that's so yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. I was at work, too, when I was watching some of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just have no idea, obviously. So you watched this movie I mean, at I work? I underestimated it, too. Yeah, I had some oh. downtime. Um, <laughs> that's great. And, uh... Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. But yeah, word to the wise. Don't eat while you watch this movie. Yeah, it was actually released, in, I think it was just in New Zealand when it came out, with barf bags. <laughs> like... When when you like bought it or when you rented it, like it was like a marketing tool, but I think kind of serious because oh. it's a very it's a very disturbing movie. Um, I love that. Like, I, there were certain times where I was like, I underestimated this movie going in. I was like, I know it's supposed to be gory, but I can handle it. And there were certain moments where I was like, really like physically feeling myself getting sick yeah. watching this movie. You thought you could handle it. So I would have won one of those bar bags. Yeah, <laughs> my girlfriend asked me about like oh, like, should I watch the movie with you? And I was like, I really like this movie, but I honestly don't think you can handle it. Because, like, <laughs> she likes watching, like, dumb horror movies with me. Not that I think horror movies are dumb, but some of them are, and I think they're great. But this one, <laughs> like, really, like, goes above and beyond, like, how gross a movie can be. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, I honestly don't think you're ready for it. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe someday. Because, like, she, like, enjoys more of, like, the dumb slashers that are just, like, really bad. Don't we all? And it's, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like a, a prom night or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, those, I think, would be more up her alley. But she, she surprised yeah. me, though. She likes uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is a very weird movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got that vibe from the title. Yeah, it's a great title. <laughs> and in, I think one of the taglines is, uh, in space, no one can uh, see you eat ice cream or something Ooh. along those lines. It just, yeah. like, rips off, like, other movies' taglines, and I think it's really funny. <laughs> I like the song of that. 
there's no confusion of what it's about then. <laughs> Straight to the point. Yeah. But anyways, back to Dead Alive. Um, what is... Uh, I mean, there's no plot, really, besides, like, kill zombies and well, being gross. At, at first, he's trying to protect... It, well, he's protecting his mother when it starts. Yeah. And she turns into one of these things because she gets bit by the rat that's brought over to the zoo. Yeah. And he's really, he's really trying to keep her, like... He basically has is housing her like he normally would, and trying to figure out how to like bring her back. And then more people turn to the zombies, and he's like, at first, really just trying to take care of them. Yeah. And he's get hurt. that's the movie. Take care of these crazy zombies that are disgusting and like losing limbs. <laughs> and then eating them. Oh, did I say yeah. too much? Uh. <laughs> no. I'm not eating, so I'm okay right now. <laughs> yeah. Also, we're we're always in full spoilers because that's just what we do here. Was just we just always spoil the movie for, you know. True. You just watch the movie before you listen. I guess I don't know. Is that yeah. how it works? Yeah. Or like, you know, you could still enjoy the movie if it's not spoiled for you because like, it's not like you're missing. You know, we're not given like plot by plot points. Yeah. I mean, it did come out like twenty five years ago too. Yeah. So. And I think it's true. I think it's also not as a big a deal with horror films because like there's just some like the entertainment value doesn't really come it like comes from like aesthetic wise and like appearance wise and like everything's like visual rather than like I think like spoken words is not really like I mean there's mo- like horror movies that have good dialogue but usually not it's like usually like it's so bad it's good or it's like it's like, oh, it's not, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's true. And then you have like the f- a few gems that are like, oh, Silence of the Lambs has a great dialogue for a horror film, or just a film in general. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it won Best Picture, so yeah, it did pretty good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I I want to talk about a scene. I mean, spoilers, but. These are technically zombies. We can get into if they're zombies or whatever. But two zombies in this film have sex. This happens in the movie. And then a baby. We have a baby zombie in this movie. <laughs> Who is crazy comical, also evil. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's... It, like, goes like... <laughs> and, like, fucking laughs. Yeah. And, you like, you see its little legs, like, stubble around... And it, like, gets, like, kicked and flailed around, and it's just, like, he just, like, wanted to do everything he possibly could in the movie, and I think he did. (laughs) I was reading on that, and, like, it's totally, like, makeup and prosthetics, this baby zombie that we see. But when, like, you see the the baby running away, it's clearly, it's, like, somebody else. It's, like, a four-year-old with the prosthetic mask on. Nice. So, like, if you watch it again, it's, like, the prosthetics, and then it's, like, this little kid running away. <laughs> it's clearly not a baby. <laughs> and That's good to know. He, 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 sh- he shot those baby shots with the remainder of the budget they had. At, like, the movie was done shooting, and then they had budget left over, and he was like, I'm shooting with the baby zombie. <laughs> and they, they, they put the baby zombie in. That's so it was, like, an afterthought. Hilarious. That's great. 
I, I'm say I'm glad they added it, because it's just, like, it's, like, annoyingly enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a good, uh... Because then, like, at some point, you're just like, just kill the little baby! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, I want to point out that um, if you're looking to get rid of zombies, it appears the best way to get rid of them is to, like, chop them. Because, you know, like, animal stimulants are not going to help your cause. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You might think it's poison, but it's not. But that's it, really... It's weird that... You know what you're going to say? Uh, I was gonna say that's weird that like that's a rule in the movie because like dismemberment is not really um, too many things we've seen in a horror film. I, I would say zombies. Uh, the only one I could really think of at the top of my head is that where they gave rules of dismemberment is like the remake of Evil Dead, where they tried giving like here are the guidelines to Evil Dead, and they did that like how oh you bury the dead, you dismember them. Um, and that's like the only movie I can think of where dismemberment, dismemberment is a part of killing zombies. Mm-hmm. Besides yeah. Evil Dead, if you count that as zombies or you want to call them deadites or possession, whatever. It's basically a, sure. it's basically a zombie. <laughs> yeah, that's true, but that's like such a, I feel like an ingrained idea of a zombie is dismemberment or like taking off the head or something, but it's never really ever explicitly said. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like that, a bullet to the brain is like the the mm-hmm. go to. Yeah. Where in this one we do get dismemberment like in the first five minutes of the film. Yeah, that was brutal. From the zoologist <laughs> yeah. who who gets bit by the rat. So we for, right from the get go, you know this movie's gonna be intense because he gets bit and they just start chopping away at his with a machete at his limbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't you want to uh, play the trailer for everyone, Matt? I know you didn't. Are you going to skip yeah, that? No, we can definitely do that. I was going to do that right at the beginning when I was describing the plot. But yeah, I got one that's actually got some backstory into it. So the listener will get some details. All right. Boop. On this picturesque block in this manicured home something evil something terrifying something horrifying is haunting Lionel his mother I thought I told you to spray this house the place is infested with bourbon although she was a little strict look at this dust it's an inch thick. He never wished her any harm. You look after me like Until... <laughs> your mother's dead, Lionel. Now, whatever mom's got... Who's your mother? ...has caught on with the neighbors. She's been bitten! You can pray. <laughs> You can plead. You can beg for mercy. But nothing you can do will stop. 
Because how do you kill something that's already dead? Trimark Pictures presents a modern masterpiece of horror. Your mother ain't my dog! Dead Alive. Party's over. Wow, what a trailer. That was a great trailer. <laughs> oh. But there's a lot of spoilers in that trailer. Um, the lawnmower is... The lawnmower scene is in the trailer, which I think is one of the best scenes of the movie. It's yeah. It's pretty iconic. Yeah. It's just like... Which... It's like the absolute craziest... Like, all of the things coming together, because it's like the party... Right, isn't it a party that happens and then like everyone gets slowly inf- infected? And I love where mm-hmm. the zombie gets like shoved into a light bulb and then his face glows. It's just like, yeah. what? It's just like so crazy. And I was like, I always thought that was so cool when I first saw it. And I still like it now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys? Yeah, there's some very. Go ahead. No, go, no, go ahead. Did you guys read that they use like five gallons of blood per second for? that lawnmower scene and like, <laughs> yeah. yeah like I absolutely 100% believe that like that's incredible yeah that was it was intense cause and I mean that's just that scene and there's so much more blood than the rest of the movie too yeah it's, it's ridiculous alone. yeah where he he goes in with the lawnmower blade up and he's, he's attacking people and then he turns around and realizes that he's barely hit anybody and he's got to go back in. And it's just... Uh. How disheartening is that? Yeah. Also, something we I wanted to point out is that we haven't talked about his girlfriend slash love interest at all. Paquita. Who, oh, pa- Paquita, yeah. The mother absolutely hates. Yeah. <laughs> for, well, she, she, for no she's reason. She's infringing on her territory. <laughs> Do you think Leave she... my son alone is, like, jealous that her son's, like, paying attention to, like, someone else and, like, actually has a love interest of his own. Because I think that's what it is. Like, not being able to let go. Yeah, I think so, too. Hence Yeah, it's, like, a... a Definitely, like, a... Makes it, like, a creepy side to an overbearing mother. Because it's, like, well, why don't you want your son to be happy with his girlfriend or whatever? Mm -hmm. Completely. That's, I mean, her, like... Inability to deal with that is what led to this entire mess, you know? Because, like, if she didn't yeah. call them down to the zoo, this would have happened, but then we wouldn't have a plot, so. That is true. Well that well. Was she. Yeah. They also made her, like, seem like a gypsy or something, because, like, she had, like, that weird, like, uh, gem that saved her. Yes. I don't know. Was it a cross? I don't even remember what it was. It was I like, it was they made it seem like not re- like a traditional religious sect, but like more of like, she, she's like a foreign gypsy or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I took it. Like her grandmother or her aunt or whoever that was, was like a a gypsy, almost like, I don't know, voodoo. Yeah. Something. Like reading tarot yeah, cards, that's right? What that's what she was doing. Yeah. Predicting what the movie's going to be. And it was that cross was supposed <laughs> to protect him. Which, yeah, that's the only reason 
Paquita is into him is because of those cards. Because yeah, they told her. Like, like, she wasn't into him at first. And then she had a change of heart. Yeah. <laughs> well, the card yeah. said it's fate, so I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try to make this work. You got to give her props for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, her dog did get eaten. So. <laughs> That's right. In the process. <laughs> Which is the title, I think, of the Spanish version of this movie is Your Mom Ate My Dog. Yes. That's correct. I yeah, did, yeah. did not know mm-hmm. that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which that scene grossed me out. All the scenes grossed I me know... out. <laughs> I didn't know what it was at first. And like it kept coming out like a, you know, like a, out of a magician's sleeve, like the, <laughs> those different, like, I don't know what they're called, but it kept coming out of the mom's mouth. And I was like, oh, it's the dog. It's, it's the, the dog. dog. Ugh. Would you say, I would say the grossest scene is when actually the mom comes into the play when she's like fully dead and like is really fat and like just naked and bloody and he goes inside of her because he, he, she eats him. It's just, it's just really gross. Yeah, it's bad. That's like, I was just like, this is a lot. This is a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she was a zombie on stim- uh, stimulus. So. Yeah. I mean, what what did you expect was going <laughs> to happen? Level, level Even seen it, seeing it maybe two times before this, I'm still surprised. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that shock factor goes away anytime soon. How many views? Mm-hmm. Which is probably what they were going for, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Would what, what for you? I mean, I guess you don't say how you feel, how you felt about it one way or another. But what was the the scene that decided that you were either gonna love this movie or hate it? Like, what was the scene that did that for you? That's a good question. Because this is a zany movie with like, I mean, it's intense. It's like really, it's like a black comedy. Really, it's slapstick. So you either hate it or you love it. <laughs> um... Hmm. I, one scene that really sticks out to me that I was like I remember like being really on board and like laughing and forgetting that it was even supposed to be like a horror movie was after the father scene after he fought the people in the cemetery and Lionel had them in the house and like feeding them breakfast like it was a normal everyday situation and they were just sitting there and listening to him and he was like trying to pull their heads up because they kept falling on the table, or the one lady's neck kept falling off, um, and the uncle came, and it was like, anyway, that was the one I think that did it for me. Oh yeah, did did his uncle say something really creepy? He said something like really disgusting, and I can't remember what he said. I feel like he said a few of those. If I, if, if it's that scene, base he comes out to greet his uncle, leaving the zombie people near the room, shuts the door. That's where the two zombies start having sex, and you can hear the sex noises. And he starts to say, oh, you're watching like, some sort of like nudie movies or something. Yeah. And, and can I join you? Um, and then it was something I thought, like, you're nothing like your father, or something like that. Something along those lines. And it was really weird. Like, why would you say that? want to join? Why are you mentioning his father like, with these nudie movies? Okay. 
So maybe that's what you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah, very... I think that's what it was. It like okay. I just from like I can't remember it too much, but like I always remember like a, his uncle saying something weird. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I think. Well, the scene that sticks out the most is like the scene where they're like eating and like you know the ear falls off the mom and then she eats it that was like one of the most unsettling things i've ever seen um i didn't like that but that's when i decided like okay like i was like wow this is really fucking gross and um yeah but i mean like i hated all of that don't get me wrong but i like the movie mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually surprised that you said that you liked it because I wasn't sure how because I know you haven't seen as many horror films as Matt or I so it's like it's a hard movie it's a hard sell for a person who is not as familiar with the genre because I think it's very it's like a huge step to get someone who's not familiar with the genre to like it or even watch it because it's like it's really gross and it's really gory and I find like people who aren't into horror are usually not a fan of gore. You know, it's either like yeah. I feel like you 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 grew up at least from our generation like liking saw and that's why you enjoy the gory films or if you didn't like saw you kind of like maybe your scariest movies like you enjoy like your thrillers or something something from mm-hmm. like David Finch or something I don't know I'm just throwing that off the top of my yeah. head. But I'm glad. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, even <laughs> despite it being really, really creepy and gross. <laughs> um, I mean, God, what can I say? Um, it's it's hard to pinpoint it because I just still really like the movie, and it's like I watched it at such like an impressionable time as being like it was like my first like time enjoying horror horror films was like when I was like 18 because I wasn't allowed to watch them as growing up. Forbidden fruit. It was very funny now because now I've seen mm-hmm. uh, like an exponential more than I did then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I mean obviously the lawnmower scene obviously I always remember that but like I remember loving the movie even before that happened and I think it just comes from like just like the obscure like lines that are throughout the movie and it's like everything's just like overemphasized. Yeah. And I think probably just from the beginning, honestly. Like I can't like pinpoint an exact thing, but it's like like Matt said earlier with like things get started pretty quick mm-hmm. with like the zoo guy, zookeeper, zoologist, I don't know. He like just fucking kills that m- monkey, right? It was the mm-hmm. monkey. Oh, at the beginning of the movie? Or did he chop up a rat? I can't remember. Oh, he just it was the rat that was at the zoo later. Yeah. But what was that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember what he chopped up, but I, just, I was like, mm-hmm. that, like, I was like, oh, that, that, this is the movie we're watching, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's really got that, <laughs> yeah. like, exaggerated, it's very true. Uh, everything's, it, it reminded me of a little bit of, like, a, a German Expressionism film, but as I mentioned, we did The Suburbs, which is a slapstick horror, 
it's like that festival carnival ride. It's just like it's like a funhouse freak show type feel to the movie where like you have these close ups and these low angles and things are at the Dutch angle, so it kind of feels disoriented. Um, it's like really saturated colors and a lot of blood, so it just seems very exaggerated. Um, and it kind of like, I don't know, it kind of, I guess, yeah. disorients you a bit. And you either love it or you hate it because of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say for people who aren't as keen on horror, they would definitely hate it because there's like, um, like the plot, like I said, is this, you know, he's trying to protect his mom, like trying to save her. But like, other than that, you know, there's everything else is like put into like special effects and how crazy everything is like that's where all like the creativity went into and i think that's what makes it so fun is that it's like it's you don't have to pay attention that hard to know what's going on because it's like happening as you're watching it like you don't have to really focus that hard and it makes it pretty easy to jump into like at any point like if it's ever on tv which i doubt because it's like a, a very obscure film in my opinion because it's hard to come by as we briefly said before watching it like yeah buying the dvd is actually very hard to come by it's like they price it way up there's supposed to be like a release for mm -hmm. blu-ray that's probably never coming out honestly yeah i mean sure that, there's probably some there's some kind of rights issue mm -hmm. i bet Well then, yeah, that's. Uh, I that's guess that we've talked about the movie <laughs> and certain scenes and how we feel about it, but we can wrap up with any trivia we know about it, and definitely like the budget and sequels and things of that nature. You talked about how it's hard to get the movie, um, but do you guys know the budget or box office by chance? I I I, I know. So you could, if you don't know, you can uh, take a guess at it. What you thought the budget was for this movie? Mm hmm. I'm definitely gonna take a guess. Um, should I go uh, first or Lindsay will I mean, go first? Know as well, so. Oh, oh, okay. I, I guess I'm the only one going then. I, I didn't, I didn't bother looking it up because I've seen the movie already. <laughs> I'm guessing the budget is five million, and the box office is. Well, you're close on the box office. Uh, the budget. The budget was three million, so it was lower than you thought. And the box office is what I found was okay, like two hundred and like seventy thousand, two hundred seven. I think so. I think I'm just oh. the U.S. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it did that well um, when it first came out. Like it was pretty critically acclaimed, but I don't think it gained that cult following until after the Lord of the Rings had come out, and there was some sort of revived interest in it after that. Yeah, it got it got banned in a lot of countries, which I think, I wish I knew it wasn't financially successful because mm -hmm. it got banned in a lot of countries, but I didn't think it was that yeah. low. And just some trivia about the film, um, Peter Jackson also wrote, helped write the story for it, but he is a he has an appearance, a cameo in the film, as the Undertaker's assistant for like a few seconds in the film. Mm -hmm. That's kind of cool. A real Hitchcockian Lord of the Rings, though, too. Doesn't he make a cameo? 
Okay. You know what? He probably does. I, I, I can't... <sighs> it's been a few years since I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I watch those quite frequently. <laughs> I re- yeah, I rewatched the director's cuts of all three That's so long. the same time. Good for you. Those I did are... it. What? Okay. <laughs> I had mono. I was sick for like a month. <laughs> I mean, like, I didn't do it all at the same time. I did like one day fellowship, maybe one or two days later, did two towers. Yeah. I mean, I was sick for so fucking long, I had nothing else to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess yeah. it's time to watch Lord of the Rings <laughs> again. Okay. Well, with that, if you guys don't have any. Uh, more trivia, we'll, we can defend or destroy, but I think I know where we all lie, I think. Um, I'll... <laughs> right. Yeah, let's go ahead and defend um, or destroy. I'll, I'll start. I'll defend it. <laughs> I really like this movie. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really gory, so be prepared <laughs> for that. Um, even if you think you can take it, um, it's just a lot of blood. Um, and a lot of gross scenes that you probably didn't think you might see in your lifetime. Um, so other than that, it, it's <laughs> shot really cool. I really always love slapstick horror. Like I'm a huge fan of Reanimator. I've talked about it on this podcast. Um, Pete thinks it's overrated. Um, I think it's great. <laughs> um, so I love these types of movies. Um, so I would recommend it if you can find a copy of it somewhere. Lindsay, what do you think? Well, I think it does a good job doing what it's supposed to be doing. So I'm going to defend it. (laughs) Um, That's not to say that I wasn't disturbed or freaked out. But that's what it's supposed to do. You know what I mean? So I think it served its purpose in that sense. Like, do I think I'm going to watch it anytime within the next, like, ten years? No, probably not. Um, <laughs> but you know, it packs a punch, and I think it was well acted. Like I said, I think the main character um, made a lot of strides, which I like. I always like seeing, you know, that journey with any character. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have to say. Obviously, you know what I'm. I'm destroyed. <laughs> um, I just think this movie is a very, it's very enjoyable. Like, I like the first time I watched it. Like I said, I was with a group of friends, and I think that's the best way to watch it, in my opinion, because it's really nice. Just like enjoying the movie. Like in the uh, the second time I watched it, I actually rented it hey. at ISU from the movie fans. If uh, any people from ISU know what that is. Um, rest in peace. Um, I showed, I don't even remember, it was like a group of people, and then I was like, I'm gonna rent this film and fucking show them this crazy ass movie. <laughs> and then, like, I, surpri- I surprised them because they didn't know who the hell I was. Because it was, like, it was like my friend, like, bringing two other people that didn't know to my apartment, and I was like, we're fucking watching this movie. <laughs> And so I made a hell of a first impression, probably. Because people. It, luckily, the 
uh, um, the two people mm-hmm. were actually very big horror fans. I I was just, I just got lucky. <laughs> I think I just like really wanted to rewatch it, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make these mm-hmm. people fucking do what I want to do and watch this movie. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure I also insulted. Oh boy! Uh, with the things that they watched, because like, the, like after after we wa- only one. I was only one thing. Um, they were like after watching the movie, they asked me like other things I liked, and then they're like, "Oh, I really like Family Guy," <laughs> and then I proceeded, I got proceeded to talk shit about Family Guy for the next two minutes. <laughs> Y'all really hit it off, huh? And it is, yeah. I mean, they just thought it was funny because they didn't think I was being that serious, but I was you being really like, serious. No. And I was like, I'd rather, and I, and how I ended was like, I'd rather get fucking cancer than watch Family Guy ever again. <laughs> I, I, I definitely said that. Jeez. Which is pretty horrible. That's so extreme. But I definitely said it. It is, I mean, I see how, just like, and do it how passionate, this is how passionate I got. I got, yeah, yeah, I did. Well, that's great. Alright, well, with that, I think that concludes our discussion on Dead Alive for this week. Um, until next time, you know, we have a website. We we got a website up. Look at it. We got several new blog posts coming all the time. So you can check those out. Um, we're on Twitter, on Facebook. Um, <laughs> um, we'll try to hit you up with uh, what our next episodes will be. Let us know on Twitter, Facebook, or our forums, what you want us to hear, um, what you think of these movies. Um, as well, just a final thought on Dead Alive. If you look for it, um, it also goes by Brain Dead in the USA. So if you see Brain Dead, that's also the same movie. Um, it's not leading you somewhere astray. There's also another movie called Brain Dead, though, so watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, look for the parentheses Dead Alive next to Brain Dead. If you... <laughs> Directed by Peter Jackson, come out 1992-ish. <laughs> mm-hmm. But with that, that concludes my wrap-up. And until next time, I'm Matt Johnson, and I remain in the shadows. Lindsay, you, you do one. I don't one. know what to say. <laughs> I'm just gonna... Just gonna... I'm Peter Hansen, and I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, just just steal mine. I'm gonna say uh, that the party's over, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>